Alright, alright. I hear you, I hear you. We are we are all God fearing people, am I right, ladies? Period. Like I just said, just come out consistently, come out, play hard and smart uh, for the whole 48 minutes. Get me, come in, come in, come in, get me. Yeah. What better way to start it? Steve Lacey, what up, Gemini's? Free Nation, I hope you're feeling well. I hope you're in the mood. We're here to have a chat. Come on. Ba 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 ba. Freestyle for oh oh yeah. We're here to part. Maybe some rocking bad. Like the way you look. Oh, I got me shook. Welcome back to Free of Style podcast hosted by yours truly, Luther Van Sauce. We was just bumping that track Helmet by Steve Lacey off of the album Gemini Writes. Congratulations, Steve Lacey. He just took home the best urban contemporary album at this year's Grammy Awards. Shout out to all the winners. Kendrick, Beyonce, of course, and a host of many other um, first-time winners. I mean, Best New Artist happened to be taken home by none other than the beautiful, the lovely Samara Joy, who put on a really good performance and shout out to all of the nominees, first time nominees, Lotto <laughs> to begin the list with Lotto is wild, but you already know. Clayco raised me. Um, Lizzo, beautiful on the night, loved the look. I mean, there were, there were a lot of great looks at this year's Grammy Awards. 
best pop duo group performance winner went to Sam Petrus and <laughs> well, he already said it. Unholy, unholy, everybody. And you know, Beyonce took home at least two of those prestigious gramophone, golden gramophone trophies and prizes because I know she got best um, dance album during the night as well as best traditional R&B vocal performance for Plastic Off the Sofa. It, it must have actually been three. And I didn't count on Black Radio 3 taking home best R&B album, but cred credit is paid where it's due. Best rap performance, The Heart Part 5, K-Dot. <laughs> and Hove was in the building, y'all. Hove was in the building congratulating Kendrick on his album, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Future Drake Thames taking home Wait For You. Come on, man. We, we didn't get a chance to play Wait For You during our our mix down this year in the Rare Cuts and Gems. So let's give it some love. Are we letting it fly? <laughs> ATL Jacob, he was there earlier in the show at the premiere award show ceremony to take credit for the album I Never Liked You. My Future was probably top five, top three album of last year. And so apart from all all these awards flying left, right and center, Beyonce setting the record for most awards won. Hip hop was in the building to celebrate a phenomenal achievement for the whole genre. 50 years it was marked as the celebration of 50 years of hip-hop and a performance was given by the likes of Scarface all the way through to Glorilla. <laughs> so it was definitely an epic occasion this weekend in Hollywood for the Grammy Awards. Now, now, y'all, in between the last episode and the year-end mi mix of Rare Cuts and Gems, the Sauce Mix, we had an album that came out. Lil Yachty is in the running for Project of the Year. He done given us a classic. It's called Let's Start Here. 14 tracks... Plays for over 57 minutes. This is the intro. Come and get me. I'm not joking, y'all. Get ready to go on a ride. Let's rock. 
Said he wanted to make some real music. He locked in. This was the result. in the show and we are already hyped. Now for real, the whole album just rides out like this. The features are hidden, but you get a couple really good vocals from some female talents that you might want to watch out for. Gotta say, I messing with tracks like I've officially lost vision it's a journey kind of like this podcast what it's been it's been quite the last past week or two if you, if I may Grammy Awards Super Bowls Rihanna's having another baby ladies and gentlemen <laughs> Yes, Riri performed at the Super Bowl halftime show. The Kansas City Chiefs won it on the final kick of the game. Just about. Congratulations to all parties involved. But I mean, there's been music coming through. Kevin Gates, NBA Youngboy, ESTG, Young Scooter. For real. But as I said, 
this Yadi album still remains exactly what we're hoping to have things, to, projects to measure up to in the coming months. enough of that shit bitch <laughs> and as i said yadi's not the only one to have put out a project in 2023 trippy was actually first to take the bow with his project mansion music which came out first week of of january i've not it came out late fourth quarter january but um with features from the whole entire industry Trippy was obviously going to have a few tracks that hit. I, in fact, did indeed like one of the little baby tracks, as well as the Lucky Lucky X track. Shout out, Sh Chicago! Hey, oh, yeah. um, the Fiji Macintosh track. Shout out, Chief Keef, who appeared on the cut Atlantis as well as Rock Out. I actually liked Rock Out a little bit more. Juice World, rest in peace. Rich the Kid did his thing. The Travis Scott. It wasn't quite Dark Knight Dumbo. And by the way, Travis is most certainly on the way. <laughs> What's going on with, with this fucking shot? Let me quickly get this up and running. Bear with me. Technical difficulties. All right, all right, we're back. And so as I was saying, Trippy Red definitely didn't meet expectations with this project, and he was quick to announce that he's got Love Letter to You 5 already on the way. But we're going to get down to... A little something. Rest in peace, Juice World. This is Nightcrawler. Freestyle pod. First thing. First things first, I'm proper kill. Cool. After that, I crack a seal. Then I go raw dog your hoe. Kids don't try that shit at home. I forgot her sober feel. Life been getting super real. Leave me alone, yeah. I'm in my zone. She do white like home alone. Yeah. Always smell like, yeah, I'm in my two eyes. Yeah, it's you make me. It's crawling in my skin. Yeah, it's like you make me It's crawling in my skin 
Juice World there, crawling in my skin. That was Nightcrawler, Juice World, Trippy Red off of Trippy's new project, Mansion Music. Had to mention it because it's been a slow week. It's been a slow month. It's been a slow year for new music. Another project that I actually just peeped happened to be Shy Glizzy, who dropped on Valentine's Day. His project, Flowers, is out now. Singles from NBA Youngboy, and a whole lot of others. Slime You Out featuring 21 Savage, ESTG. You gotta love when Shy Glizzy is able to hold it on his own. Um, my favorite track happens to be from a holding it on his own perspective, Poppin' My Shit. It's young Hefe, free of style. Luther Van, Free Nation, Trust! I'm just popping my shit, I'm just popping my shit. All I ever say was show you niggas how to ball, but they can never fuck with half ain't not at all. Gotta be a little bit so crush, I watch the snow fall. That bitch is so much fun, she need a tight I'm even doing through the jungle like a damn gorilla. Uh, one stream and fuck you up, I'm on the trigger. Bitch, I rap that Trey Seven like that shit religious. And I'm still beefing that they took my nigga off the wizards. John Wall, you are missed. <laughs> How's LA treating you? Man, that trade deadline, y'all. How about it? Kevin Durant? He's now a Phoenix Sun? Kyrie, now a Dallas Mav? We got a lot to talk about. Freestyle. Baby, I'm just popping my sheet. 
Baby, I'm just bobbing my shit. Niggas always talking my shit, so I ain't going outside without a dog with my dick. She falling for a thug too quick. She can't get no love to fit. That's why you can't get no love to just fit. I'm just popping my shit. I'm just popping my shit. Tired of arguing with this stupid bitch on high shit. I got so many racks that I can buy, bitch. Don't push me on my dick, she say I'm fly shit. So many feel the touch, she tell them this, come try again. She with me every time in Vegas, that's my lucky baby. She bring a friend, but she don't know that I'm a fucking lady. Why would I stop these niggas when I know they perpetrators? I'm a busy gang in the Navy, we do murder, baby. Yeah, the blue line is the only thing get me excited. Bitch, I got dirty for that money, make no sacrifice. So them bitches about their millions, they get real tight. That's why I can fuck your bitch whenever I We've had a few Lucy's come out of the woodworks as well. Meek Mill is testing the waters, trying to get a single going. Shy Glizzy, everybody, once again, come on. I mean, K-Camp's testing the waters with, with his new Jersey Club bounce mix called Pretty Ones. I'm seeing No Cap is starting off the year strong with a couple good singles. Nobody Want to Die Sober. I'm feeling that one. The NBA Youngboy single with Shy Glizzy, of course. Fools Fall in Love is another one. Rest in Peace, Lil' Keed. His posthumous project is on the way. Long Way to Go is the single for Keed's posthumous project. The Gotta Love How the South is, is staying on him because it's Plies, Lil Zay Osama, Fredo Bang. The, ba the baby is proving that he's got no mixer or engineer on his team. And the list goes on, y'all. Just had to start off the pod with a little bit of music talk because mainly been wanting to mention that Yachty project and we spent so much time going through old music from last year recently. It was definitely time for us to catch up on what has been dropping lately. Now, you season four, Penn Badgerly, everybody. Like... What is the soundtrack for you once again? We always love to give a little shout out to the soundtrack for shows like you here on the Free of Style pod. This ain't it. Alright, well, you already know, of course, Penn Badgley is on his tweak shit, and this season of you starts off like no other. Penn is in London. We knew that he was in, in France, in Paris, trying to find where the fuck his girl was that had that sweet little daughter from season three. 
now Joe is finding himself, and of course, love is out of his life because he, he faked the suicide and faked his own death by cooking his pinky toe and his little baby toe in the oven in a pie. Long story short, you season four, part one out now on Netflix. Fantastic. Joe has essentially invaded high society London, um, going to a club. He's teaching in a like Oxford College, some sort, literature, and as an American. And it's just full of surprises because we don't know if Joe killed his ex yet or not. There's so much to be found out. And by the end of the part one of season four, he's already showed all of his sides. He's showed all of his cards and he's not necessarily in love once again, but it's a different side of Joe. And by the end of part two of season four, I'm sure that we're going to have more answers. <laughs> that's one thing that's certain, but really enjoyed you and was so excited for it to come out just waiting now for succession to come out as well as the end to bmf black mafia family they actually put a, a pause on season two at episode five so we wait for the second half of bmf season two to take place once again because they took a week off it seems like they'll be back next week so stay tuned meech t seemingly back in business after a little bit of laying low learning how to make crack now they're going to run it back to the d and surely put a cap in lamar's silas's ass are you with me <laughs> And of course, I was just checking out Jeremy Renner's series called Mayor of Kingstown, another series recommended by the Joe Budden pod. And it was a hit. It's a hit. It's a hit. It's a hit. It's a hit. Got to watch all of season one on Paramount Plus and plus checked out the first half of season two. And let's just say this is not for the fate of heart. This is... Jeremy Renner taking out all of his angst, anger, fear out on the mayor of Kings, the Kingstown um, correctional facility populace because he wasn't allowed to do it when ScarJo, a.k.a. Black Widow, was murked and had to essentially lose her life in the Avengers. So this is the non-PG version of Jeremy Renner kicking ass, taking no mercy on some of these fools that he's he's dealing with. And we're looking at the likes of this guy named Bunny, who's a, a crip and a host of many others. I mean, <laughs> Duke, I'm sorry. Get out of here. <laughs> so definitely recommend checking out uh, mayor of kingstown out now and your honor episode what are we on episode five now 
So your honor just caught up to BMF. They now stand at five episodes apiece, both looking strong. I'm still wondering what happened to Carmen Yogo. Where's our girl? Your honor has focused on Fia Baxter, Jimmy Baxter, Charlie, the mayor of New Orleans, Big Mo, Little Mo, Eugene returned back to New Orleans, which he had no business doing, saved Little Mo's ass because he would have been a dead man if the money had been gone. <laughs> and that crazy ass motherfucker, uh, Roderick, you're lucky not dealing with, with the, the plugs, the real plugs who don't take too kindly the negotiation. It's a terrible Cuban accent. <laughs> it's a terrible Cuban accent. But yeah, I mean, Michael Desiato seemingly losing all control when it comes to his life because the... Well, shit, Nancy, Nancy's back on his ass. That's how episode five ended up. So Nancy's going to get down to who really is calling the shots here. And the spoiler alert is we don't know whether or not Mike killed Adam's mother or not, his wife. But Nancy's being a testy, testy little girl she is. She wants to know the truth behind the, the death of Michael Desiato, Miss Desiato. I guess it wasn't founded to be a clean a clean murder a clean death i don't know we're gonna find out in the next episode so tv's been treating treating us well and what i've really been wanting to get to is how well i gotta go the right way about framing this because first things first we stand with you, our sister, Halle Bailey, Miss Halle Bailey, who is currently in a relationship with YouTuber, I'm going to say. I don't even find this guy to be an artist. We certainly don't play him on the pod. And we're talking about you, DDG. DDG. I'm a shot. The nerve, the audacity. Who was exposed by Ruby Rose over the weekend, Super Bowl weekend. Ruby Rose thotting it up with Christian Rock at the Super Bowl, by the way. Ow. Ruby Rose exposed DDG, who happened to message her Asking if he was, she was still in L.A. Now, DDG, why are you in the DMs of Ruby Rose when you're supposed to be faithful to the most gorgeous woman to ever grace the Hollywood stage to become the first black woman leading role in a remake of The Little Mermaid? I don't know what the actual stat is there, but first black mermaid... DDG, it's a, 
It's a different type of cloth you're dealing with, DDG. Just come out and play hard and smart. Come out and play consistently. Come out and play hard and smart for the whole 48 minutes, not just three quarters. DDG. <laughs> DDG, this is no laughing matter. You're now rocking with the FOSP. Not to be taken lightly, the Free Nation will have you on the stake. Your head will be on a stake. You will be on the chopping block. If you continue to fumble and mishandle the lovely Chloe Bailey, everybody. <laughs> Are you with me? No, DG. You want some trouble because you clearly do not know what a real black queen looks like. DDG tweeting all these holes the same, I swear. And then having the nerve to put out one of the most outlandish millennial statements I've ever seen tweeted by man. I repeat, DDG tweeted, we all gonna die one day. Let's just try to enjoy it while we're here. DDG, these are not the words of a man who takes, who holds his life near and dear to him. This is the words of a man who happens to take these matters lightly and that will be noted when you return to court for arraignment in the coming months, DDG. I am saying it here right now. DDG done, y'all. DDG is done, y'all. DDG is out of here. The court of the Free Nation has found a ruling. The court of the Free Nation has spoken. <laughs> and now, now, there's still more out here. There's still plenty more out here to be said. Because I'm serious. Ruby Rose really exposed this, this, this motherfucker. At least Halle Bailey was able to still enjoy herself. I mean, she didn't post any Valentine's Day photos with DDG. And Nicki Minaj, the queen, reigning in on the matter. Y'all don't feel corny when you post a private DM or text someone sent you. So Nicki Minaj certainly not liking the method to Ruby Rose thought thoughting, the thoughtery. Ruby Rose also responding, all boys are the same. This is why I'm single. Ruby Rose is trifling with the lovely Halle Bailey, and we, we hope that Halle Bailey stays strong. It was indeed her younger sister, Sky Bailey, who took to Twitter to talk about how, now, now, you're not going to treat my older sister like one of your round-the-block neighborhood hoes, $2 hoes. <laughs> you're not going to treat Halle Bailey, Miss Halle Bailey, like you would one Ruby Rose for that matter. Ruby Rose who apparently has a hit list that is quite extensive. If I do say so for myself, we got the tea today, my friends. We got the tea today, I'm telling you. Ruby Rose body chart, and I repeat, 
Ruby Rose body chart of famous rappers is above above 20 bodies, y'all. This scandalous, sultry, deep voice having ass. I mean, it is it is giving it is giving quite a bit. But I, I, knowing what you know, can we still ride with Ruby Rose? King Vamp is King Vamp is on the list, y'all. Was it before, during, or after Adonis? Why is he Ian Connor even even in the the top row? Trippy Red, Lil Uzi, damn YG, of course. YG probably let the whole gang hit. Gang, gang. Travis, I mean Travis. I'm sure that this was a quick one in between, in between Kylie, twenty one. Can you do something for me? <laughs> ASAP Bari, we already know all of V-Lone hit. I'm sure him and Ian Connor were in it together. NBA young boy, little top. St. John? Is that you? <laughs> Damn. Little TJ, we know he did her the most dirty. Refused to buy her a flight home after she paid for it herself. She hit the whole Migos. Get me. Come in, come in, get me. Thugger. The list just goes on and on, and it actually, it gets quite sad. It gets a little bit, a little bit awkward. I think I, I think Allie Reed is there. <laughs> Vaughn, and of course DDG, and some academics like a motherfucker. Ruby Rose, just stay stay out of DDG's DMs and. Let him and Halle Bailey try and find peace as a couple while they still have a shot at, at young love because we just want to see Halle Bailey happy and we don't need your messy ass leaving her damaged. Scott, I know she's stronger than that, but we got to protect her while we still can. And Ruby Rose, for that or the matter, I would like to finally give a ruling that you, you, Trick, are the new superhead. You done sucked and fucked every rapper in the game to get to where you got now. I'm a shot. Including record label executives. You done fucked and sucked your way to the top. And we're not one to shame a hoe here on the Free of Style pod. We love women. Free of Style. Of all... Talents and professions, but you done, you done messed with the church of the free in the Lutheran society. And for that, we, we have to ride out for the Lord. Get me, come, come, come and get me. <laughs> I'm just playing y'all. Okay. We got, we still got a little bit of gossip because Offset is not too happy with Jay Prince, everybody. Jay Prince, that's right, the one who stepped in 
on the Pusha T and Drake rivalry is now back once again speaking his mind where it don't belong everybody this this is what Jay Prince had to say about Offset on the million dollars worth of game pod found Offset suffer from being a fake mother he want to play victim now but he's a- <laughs> Damn, Prince Jr. A, a sick victim motherfucking disease? Until when he spoke threats about me and my family name in his mouth about what he gonna do. Why you didn't call me to talk is the twist you want to use. Tell lies in your woman here, nigga. I don't have time to listen to weak shit. Now you Tell lies to Cardi. Trying to hide behind takeoff mother when I've shown nothing but respect for her and family. See, boy, you acting like you a part of a family that don't really fuck with you because you're a snake. Now you don't know me from a can of paint. Let me see if I can refresh your memory. Remember we talked when you got your ass whooped in Atlanta? You forgot? Remember when you called up on me and I came to L.A. and met with you because you was nervous about your wife performing because she had them issues about using the word flu. You forgot? Remember when you and Sauce Walker was beefing and you wanted me to stamp that bullshit? You forgot that too? Okay, okay. We, we, my friends, I think are witnessing... Jay Prince, this is how he does it. Jay Prince is a cold motherfucker. He keeps receipts. Jay Prince is like, kind of like Ruby Rose. (laughs) Kind of like Ruby Rose, the way he keeps receipts on him. He even got Cardi B down to the word that she was struggling with, the flu. Coronavirus! Uh, Cardi. Now, that wasn't even the million dollars worth of game pod. This is what Jay Prince had to say about offset on million dollars worth of game. Peace to take off. You know what I mean? Um, Shout out to his family. Shout out to to the whole QC. To the whole QC, to all his loved ones. This is a whole 40-minute segment on take off. Showing respects on that aspect first, you know. When I got the call. They shouldn't have been. You see what I'm saying? Prince Day, the city of Houston, was giving him his day. And Quavo and Jazz is, you know, like tight, tight. You know, so he was coming down to su- support his brother, the cargo business. You know what I mean? And I, I, I hate for people to blame shit on, on, on my niggas here in, in, in Texas, in H-Town, that they ain't got no fingerprints. Trying to be robbed and... Man, don't nobody want to rob. You know, them little dudes, the last thing they would have done was violated in trying to rob Quavo. Me and Quavo done walked in the hood of Fifth Ward from the different police departments and all these different, you know what I mean, attacked somebody and, yeah, Quavo, I mean, you know what I mean? Nobody gave him a a green light to attack, you know, a a 5'2 guy. It's a big nigga, you know what I mean? So I guess he felt like 
You know, the little homie is somebody, it's an unnatural thing to lose your kid. You know, you know what I mean? They're supposed to bury us, not us burying them. All right, Jay Prince. Uh, I don't have enough. I see what you're doing. You, you're doing a whole lot of talking a million dollars worth of game about a crime that took place not too long ago. But I see, I see you, gangster. I see where you stand. I see how you rock. And I see the, the power that you hold in the streets. And you're responsible for a lot of people. So that needs to be respected first and foremost. We don't want no trouble with Jay Prince. Salute, respect, nothing but. Here in the Freestyle Pod, we'd love to have you as a guest to help bridge the gap between the youth and the street culture. But, um, yeah, Offset doesn't seem to be taking too well to the passing of Takeoff. You could, one might infer that Offset is actually blaming Quavo for the loss of Takeoff. And here are the Grammys. Quavo and Offset got into heated exchange backstage, Cardi B having to separate. I would say believe it in themselves, because girl, that's not easy to do. Really? Yes, it's so simple when you say it, but to really believe in yourself and not give a bleep. You feel me? I feel like that's very important. Period. Shout out Cardi B. I was so nervous. Backstage, ET's cameras caught this blow up from presenter Cardi B. Shut the fuck up, Cardi B, with them fighting words. I mean, she she's the one that's keeping Offset back, but she's also kind of like, shame on you, Quavo, for his tone, because maybe she also, everybody in the room knows, Quavo really is the responsible for Takeoff's un, uh, unfortunate passing. I was gonna like I was gonna say something like unultimate. That would have been stupid. So, anyways. What went down? It appears tensions boiled over between the remaining members of Migos, Cardi's husband Offset, and his cousin Quavo. Quavo, some sick glasses, some sick gaffers there, sir. You're back here settling some stuff. The only thing I settled was my outfit, honey. (laughs) 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 Nah, Cardi, you, you was doing a lot there. Reportedly got into a physical fight. Offset upset because he felt Quavo blocked him from performing for Takeoff's In Memoriam tribute. Today, Offset denied the fight on Twitter. Offset saying, what I look like, what the fuck I look like fighting my brother? Y'all crazy. How important was it to be here tonight to perform? Very important. Long little Takeoff. I don't know, Sir Quavius. You might have you might have shafted take and offset in the same move in one fell swoop. Of course, offset did smash Sweetie behind Quavo's back and Cardi B. <laughs> Not really. I've been wanting to get back to that story for a minute here. It's in the notes. It's in the notes even. Sweetie did fuck offset. Period. We know that much. Um, speaking of QC, QC has been sold for 
upwards of $240 million. That's right, Scooter Braun's team, his new management company of some sort has actually scooped up QC $320 million deal with Hybe Entertainment. 80 mil more than I even credited them for. So shout out QC, shout out Q. You know, it's a new movement, it's a new era. It's the end of a great era. QC done ran it with the likes of Migos, Young Thug. I mean, those are the two stalwart acts. I'm sure that there was also certain deals with like 300 entertainment they I always put like qc and 300 in the same basket there so who knows if megan the stallion was ever with qc city girls qc yeah definitely city girls Um, Gucci Mane and Keisha Kior, new baby girl, congratulations, new life, 10, wife stayed down, got a few kids, it's a beautiful thing, N new album alert, new album alert, King's Disease 4 on the way, 50 Cent, Feature is rumored. Like I just said, just come out consistently, come out, play hard and smart uh, for the whole 48 minutes. Come and get me. We need to get some Esco, Esco sounds on the board. We definitely need some Esco sounds on the board. On top of that, Pusha T is coming through with a Gangsta Grills project, y'all. Gangsta Grills. Expect. Pusha T to be nominated once again. He missed out on Rap Album of the Year to Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Kendrick Lamar, congratulations. But DJ Drama was at the Grammys to say that him and Pusha T would be putting out the next Gangsta Grills project to be nominated for a Grammy Award in 2023-24. Are we here for it? Give us any information about the Pusha T and Gangsta Grills. Uh, the Pusha T Gangsta Grills is, is definitely going to be spicy, you know, and um, I feel like it could potentially be the next mixtape to win a Grammy. You heard it here first. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Push. We on the way. You know, some light, some light possibly could be the next... Gangsta Girls nomination for a Grammy. Don't hold back on them, draw. Let them know we coming. Big free. Freestyle. Come and get me. And that's not all, folks. Little Dirk and G Herbo were seen sharing quite the moment on stage the other day. G Herbo kind of. How, how do you even say this without saying no homo or pause? Kind of converting himself. Thank goodness, man. I'm going to leave. I ain't going nowhere. Who you? 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 Who
I think G Herbo was trying to get off stage quick, but you know, gang. Gang. Yo, they they were holding hands for like six words. You know, when when the ball players do their their secret handshakes. If we if they if they were all doing them for six words long, we would we probably wouldn't even get to the game. <laughs> I repeat, we're gonna we're gonna start the clock and see how long they're holding hands for. That was a slow count. That was a slow count too. They were holding hands for a, a good seven to eight seconds. <laughs> and and Dirk was he was holding hands. <laughs> See, I, you can't unsee it. Dirk was wearing a skateboard at the basketball game the other day. What what game was he even at? Was he at the the Lakers game, wearing a skateboard? <laughs> He take he done taking a skateboard on a homie's track to a whole new level. Yes, little Dirk was at that LA Lakers game wearing a skateboard in a sweater. People were clowning, doing memes of like sc having scooters in a sweater and shit. It was it was jokes. So shout out Dirk for staying in the headlines for all the right reasons. Now, Dirk, you you are finding you're landing yourself in. Uh, a tough spot this week for Valentine's Day shenanigans. He happened to post a happy Valentine's Day to his his baby mom's India Royale, who he did apparently put the beatdowns on, who he did apparently cheat on, and they were due to be married, but India has apparently cut ties with Durkio and India took all of 40 minutes to reply to Dirk's, Dirk's subtle attempt to win her back. And she said, basically, boy, bye. Now we'll see what happens with Dirk in India in the coming future, but one thing's for certain. You gotta like how she still responded. Dirk, Dirk still might have a chance. All snipers know. He did put the baby in, but if you saw the Pamela Anderson doc, just because you had the kid and you are the love of her life doesn't mean that you can disrespect a queen. Period. So Dirk, you know, not not all news is good news, but free publicity is is the name of the game here, and you're staying in the mouths of the people. Now let's just hear some new music, new music, in two thousand twenty three, Dirk, and you're gonna keep Freestyle Podcast Ryan with you. Freestyle. <laughs> I can see that those mischief at those boots are coming out this this week. 
seen a lot of celebrities already in the early release of them. Those are those those big red Mickey Mouse boots that everybody be wearing. I wonder how much that they're gonna go for retail. It looks like they're they're gonna be around three hundred US. Dropping February sixteenth. Now now that was a lot of news, y'all. I just need to have some fun. I've been kind of reminiscing over this one. Wait for it. I want y'all to rock with me one time. Renaissance tickets now. Sell Mama's house.
He still got it. Sometimes that, that third member of Destiny's Child kind of looks concerned all the time. Like Kelly Rowland will actually go out and baby giving it up on stage too. You, she, she leaves no expression off the table. <laughs> Any freeze frame on a Beyonce concert, you ain't getting that picture perfect photo finish. But we love you, Bay. Oh, UFC 270. What the fuck I'm saying? 284 was in Perth, Australia over the weekend. It was Makachev Volkanovsky, Yara Rodriguez against Josh Emmett, live from Perth, Australia. Alonzo Manfield and Jimmy Crew opened up the pay-per-view to uh, score a draw. Uh, Justin Taffa with the KO on Parker Porter, Jack Della Madalena defeating Randy Brown via submission. Yair Rodriguez with the second round submission on Josh Emmett and it was... Quite the dominant performance against Josh Emmett. Yara Rodriguez was able to put his game plan into motion. I had no idea what a talent Yara Rodriguez was until watching him really execute in this uh, co-main event. That could have been five rounds. However, Yara Rodriguez showed early that he had what it took to pretty much just break down Josh Emmett. He was finishing off the second round in a position on his back and found a triangle choke on Josh Emmett. And with just about 40 seconds to go, he got Josh Emmett to tap, which is remarkable from that position, that time in the round for Emmett to give that up really cost him. And now Yair Rodriguez is the holder of the interim UFC featherweight championship. And now we got to talk about this main event before we talk about who Yara Rodriguez will be facing in the featherweight division. Of course, Alexander Volkanovsky is the holder of the UFC featherweight championship. And Islam Makhachev held the light heavyweight championship, sorry, lightweight championship. And he put it on the line to see who the pound for pound greatest fighter of was in the UFC. And this fight was pretty much the most anticipated fight in card in the last uh, calendar year for the UFC. E even though it was just announced back in November or um, October, Volkanovsky and Islam in Volkanovsky's backyard per in Perth, Australia. 
Volkanovsky with all the Ozzy Ozzy Oi Oi Oi's behind him. And Makachev came in and dominated the first three to four rounds. His wrestling ability, of course, was one that was to be much feared by Volkanovsky, but you didn't imagine that he would be able to do it to him toe-to-toe striking. Makachev inflicted all uh, more significant strikes per round than Volkanovsky, and it went into the fifth round with Volkanovsky seemingly down three rounds to one. However, this is, was a championship round, and Volkanovsky really did prove that he was able to take down Islam Makachev. He was able to be taken down and get back up, much like Bisping kept saying throughout the night that if Volkanovsky can get back up from a Makachev takedown, then he could certainly win the fight. And Volkanovsky ended the round tripping Makachev. He downed Makachev, hurt him bad, ended the round on top, was pummeling him, and definitely won the round. So it would have been three rounds to two. However, it was ruled um, 48-47 unanimously that Volkanovsky lost to Islam Makachev. Makachev is now the pound-for-pound greatest fighter in the world. Islam Makachev. Where is this small guy? I, I do not see him. Makachev definitely was the better fighter on the night. However, Volkanovsky, gotta give him credit for that fifth round when it all counted. He certainly had more stamina than Makachev. And Volkanovsky, I still like him. I, I like him on any given day. I feel like this was just one of those main events where five rounds, so much can happen. So many twists and turns throughout the fight especially when you spend minutes on the mat in positions such as having your back to Islam Makachev. There were moments where he wasn't able to get up because Makachev was blocking the the fence, which is an an amazing tactic by such... You you honestly got to give it up to... Dagestan, the the fighting community that they have there in Khabib, who has definitely who I didn't see him there on the night. I'm sure he was there, if not in spirit. But Makachev comes for that school, and that can't be taken lightly either. So Volkanovski, Makachev. I'm sure it's not for the last time that we'll see these two lock horns. Makachev taking the first edition. Yeah, that's just about it for me now, I have to say. I mean, of course, disappointing that the Cincinnati Bengals didn't get to the the championship. I mean, fuck you, Joseph Asai, for (laughs) that tackle on Patrick Mahomes when he ran for the only run that he had in that AFC Conference championship. Now, Mahomes played an amazing Super Bowl and what he's able to do in a limited Kansas City offense is just remarkable. I mean, he was 
on lock in that second half against the Philadelphia Eagles and with the Kansas City defense also getting a fumble. I mean, Jalen Hurts, only quarterback in history to run for three touchdowns in a Super Bowl. The Philadelphia Eagles, depending on salary and everything, we'll, we'll see if they're able to get back with that same core. However, one thing's for certain is the, I mean, Kansas City does look like a dynasty, but there there's teams such as Cincinnati Bengals out there. And f for that fact of a matter, there's the Chargers and the the Jaguars, both with two two sexy white blonde quarterbacks. <laughs> I mean, if Jimmy Garoppolo is porn star Jimmy, then what could that possibly make Trevor Lawrence and Justin Herbert? They're younger, their locks is more silky. It's giving it's giving true gigolo energy. <laughs> Still, though, still, though, it was a great Super Bowl. I'm sure Arizona was stoked to host the Super Bowl at the Cardinals Stadium. And with the score of 38-35, I mean, you couldn't have pictured a, a better Super Bowl. I know that the Super Bowl script had been leaked, and there were thoughts that this game was going to be 37-34 for the Eagles. Luckily not. We were treated to something that was unscripted, something that you really can't write with Butker kicking the go-ahead field goal with less than a minute left. Congratulations to Kansas City Chiefs, their whole core, Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, the whole lot. I mean, you got to be happy for Juju Smith-Schuster, was ridden out of a lot of fantasy teams due to his TikTok performances. Now you got to put some respect on Juju Smith-Schuster's name. He's a Super Bowl champion, much like Odell Beckham Jr. You try, you try your best to make it so these guys can't go about their business, have fun, and still show up on Sunday when it all counts under those bright lights and prove the haters wrong. And that's exactly what the Chiefs did. This has kind of been a playoffs of proving the doubters when it came to Bills, Chiefs, fans buying tickets for their neutral game and ordering those refunds. Well, it didn't pan out the way that the Bengals wanted to, but for the Kansas City Chiefs, a lot of people didn't give them a shot winning this Super Bowl and boy did they produce and boy did they come clutch you got to say that the inexperience showed for the Philadelphia Eagles and a big shout out has to go to LeBron James Los Angeles Lakers who last week I believe it was Wednesday scored his 38,388th point to surpass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who had 38,387. Big ups for LeBron. A penultimate moment 
his career, which is definitely storied and still has many chapters left to write. Let's listen to LeBron James, who spoke to NBA TNT crew after his achievement. Um, it's just a complete honor to be a part of this league, be a part of some of the greats that ever played this game, and for me to be uh, right there at the, um, you know, at the apex with them. Bro, what's up? It's Jamal, man. Just want to say congratulations. Appreciate First it. off, man. You got to love LeBron for keeping it hood. Ebonics were strong throughout his <laughs> his speech and interview on the Kia post-game show with NBA TNT crew. Knowing you from 16 years old and, and seeing this journey, and not just tonight, but seeing everything you've done, and you've always inspired all of us. You've always kept going. You've always been driven. Even to this point, are you a little surprised? Like, man, do you ever just take a second and say, my work is spoke for itself and this is what I do, but man, look where I'm at at this point in time right now. Are you still surprising yourself at some no. different times? Man, absolutely. Um, you know, my wife and my boys asked me, you know, do I ever surprise myself on the floor still at this point in my career? And and I thought about it, I was like, yeah, sometimes. You know, the, to be able to play at this level, you know, 20 years in and the, and the minutes I've played, the games I've played, either through the regular season or through the postseason, you know, to still be at the apex of my game, um, it, it's, a, it's a pretty surreal feeling. So, you know, hopefully I can continue it. Uh, but at the end of the day, I'm just it's just been a pleasure to, to be in this league for, for 20 years. And however long I, you know, able to go or whatever the case may be, I, I've had a hell of a ride. LeBron, last question. <clears throat> I said at the beginning of the show, I wish uh, that I would have had this moment, the chance to pass up Kareem. You now pass up Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I know what my attitude would have been. Does this now make you the greatest player of all time? Are you now the GOAT? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm going to let everybody else, uh, you know, decide who that is or just talk about it. But it's great. It's great barbershop call, uh, talk. You know, oh, no, me, I, I want to hear you say it. Way to plug your own show, LeBron. I me personally, say it you with know, your I'm going to take myself. I'm going to take myself <laughs> against anybody that's ever played this game. Um, you know, but everyone's going to have their favorite. Everyone's going to, you know, decide who, they, who, who their favorite is. But um, I know what I've brought to the table. I know what I bring to the table every single night and, and what I can what I can do out on this floor. So, um, you know, I always feel like I'm the best to ever play this game, but, you know, there's so many other great ones, and I'm happy to just be a part of their, uh, part of their journey. Well, LeBron James, there has never been a basketball player to score more points than you. Congratulations. I appreciate LeBron, you. LeBron, what wine are you drinking tonight? I know oh, you're yeah, drinking yeah, some yeah, good vino. Oh, yeah, we're drinking some good vino tonight, and we're going to have a little Lobos on tap, too. So, uh, yeah, we, we, it's going on tonight for sure. Congrats. <laughs> Congrats. It's going up. And you got to say, LeBron is 3-0 against um, Team Giannis in the NBA All-Star. Giannis is gunning for him. He's got him in the crosshairs. Will LeBron be able to defend his undefeated record and winning streak in the NBA All-Stars? Everything LeBron does now is a legacy play. His bubble championship with the Los Angeles Lakers, a legacy play. He's won the title with three different teams now. He is a five-time NBA champion, I believe, if he won it three times with the Miami Heat. Four-time, four-time. <laughs> credit, to, <laughs> credit to Dirk Nowitzki, of course, with the fadeaway on LeBron's ass.
<laughs> Regardless, LeBron is also, I see, fourth in the all-time assists category, uh, right behind Chris Paul. Of course, Jason Kidd, John Stockton in second and first. So LeBron just has to worry about primarily Chris Paul uh, getting the record before he does. I believe he said in that interview he can see himself playing another five years of high-level basketball. He's going to need above upwards of 4,000 assists to, to defeat John Stockton to surpass him. Sorry, LeBron, LeBron needs 5,500 assists just under that, that mark. And Chris Paul needs about 4,500 it's gonna be, it's gonna be tight, LeBron. You you would have to say probably averages this season alone. He's somewhere around the seven eight assists per game mark now to get f five thousand and eight hundred. What's that gonna take? Let's do some quick maths here. It's gonna be somewhere in the ballpark. Of a thousand games or less, a thousand games would get him at this stretch eight thousand assists. So if he plays eight hundred more games, that that'd be another ten, twelve seasons. So really can't see LeBron getting all time assists, but he's gonna go down as the goat for NBA championships. Um, how many MVPs does LeBron James have? He is a four-time MVP, last time winning in 2013, four-times finals MVP, 19-time All-Star, and three-time NBA All-Star game MVP, Rookie of the Year in 2004. It's just it's a, an elite career that LeBron James has had, as well as, come on, Olympic gold medal champion, at the Beijing Games, at the London 2012 Games, the the Redeem Team, the Redemption Team, getting it done in 08 in Beijing, winning it back after getting bronze in 2004. That's that's the the that's the timeline. That's the tale of the tape for Mister Ramon. <laughs> his his middle name is Ramon James. He the senior. Um. And we can't wait for Bronny to get into the league and see father-son combo go up. Maybe assists will start to to double up as soon as Bronny gets in the league and LeBron becomes a pass-first guy once again. But he had all types of names, um, celebrities wishing him all the best with regards to meeting this milestone. Kendrick Lamar, Drake... Of course, Kareem was in the building on the day to congratulate LeBron and see him overtake him, which he said he thought that he would never see in his lifetime when he realized the point of being the all-time scoring champion in the NBA. Well, how about it? Uh, what else do we have here? Pharrell appointed Virgil Abloh's successor at Louis V. Not sure what kind of partnership this is going to be other than more of the, the same nature of Virgil Abloh's 
position within the company. Pharrell, of course, hopefully will be able to spark more innovation. I'm not sure if he gets any pick of the litter when it comes to Off-White. But um, Pharrell, of course, is very, very knowledgeable when it comes to fashion. Skateboard P, he's brought you so many different styles throughout the years, whether it was with Missy Elliott, with Pusha T and the Clips. Skateboard P, definitely, I mean, Human Made and his partnership with Adidas. You can definitely tell that Pharrell is positioned to make Louis V's outreach bigger and more personable and relative when it comes to the culture. Given that Pharrell has had so many uh, deals and shoes put out with Adidas, I think it only makes sense that we see Louis V and Adidas start to put together some collaborations it would just make sense because I don't see Pharrell's name attached to Nike as much. I mean, Nike just suing Bathing Ape. That's the only spot where you might see any comparisons between Nike and, and Bape and Pharrell. Is that Pharrell should have stood in the way of Nike suing Bape for their Bapesta designs, so on and forth. So we're... To be continued on Pharrell, of course, it was just Valentine's Day and Pusha T's wrist skills are being questioned because Pusha T butchered a steak on a frying pan. He was told to let it simmer over some butter, add, add oil or butter, make sure the bottom is coated, <laughs> make sure it's hot enough. Pusha T sending back a picture of a charred steak, he burned that shit. Fans commenting, push. We thought that you were the stove god. We thought that you had the wrist work. We thought that you were Chef Curry with the pot. <laughs> Apparently not so. Gotta love it from push. Come in, come in, get me. Yeah. We also have... <laughs> Man ain't never used the stove. I love Pusha, but he, he'd be arrested for what he did to that steak. <laughs> Um, Boy Wonder picks his top three albums from Drake in his incredible catalog. Her Loss is one of the greatest albums I ever made in my life. I said the other day, I think this is a clear entry to the top five of my catalog, if not top three, said Drake. Take Care. Nothing Was the Same. If You're Reading This Is Too Late, were the producer's picks. Boy Wanda, you best get back in the studio. You gotta keep making more. You can't rest on your favorites. What else we got? Hip Hop, DX, Rising Stars, 2023. Rappers to look out for. Glorilla, Ice Spice, La Tyler, Red Veil, Lola Brooke, Tia Corinne, Didi Osama, Ruben Vincent, Jaleel, and Destroy Lonely. We talked about Nas and King's Disease 4 on the way. QC, Scooter Braun's Hive America purchasing QC for $320 million. We already got into it 
All right, y'all. So that is the pod, episode 105, Freestyle Podcast, Luther Van Sauce, Free Nation, Big Free. As we head on out, this one's Run Our Test, new single from Babyface Ray, 4-2 Doug on the feet. Niggas yelling from the sands, watching you sand, blow a pen, run a cookie with my cup like Jim. Turn into a word, put a dub in your head. You don't wanna work, put some drugs in his hand. And a bird, put a top on that bitch like a hoodie. Doing top speed with my hands on the goodies. Daddy had a boy, we don't pop some money. That's much cheese, ain't trust nobody. My man fucked up, can't fuck with nobody. You don't wear hard bread, I don't love nobody. If you wanna make a couple rats, come with me. You ain't gotta slip, blue kid 150. Up that bitch, niggas turn in Ricky. Turn right back, niggas turn in Giffy. Turn right around, I'm coming home with him. Send a book to Eileen. Thought I got them made, but they really double G's. You ain't never enough to fuck up on a G, Thank you very much for tuning in to the Free of Style pod. We'll see y'all again next week. We'll pick it up where we left off with regards to NBA All-Star. Um, hopefully we will get back onto bingeables such as Your Honor and BMF, Mayor of Kingstown, all that good shit once again. Thank you so much. Like I just said, just come out consistently, come out, play hard and smart uh, for the whole 48 minutes. I feel like falling in love. I'm in the mood to fuck something up. This is how we ride now. I hope y'all secured your ticks for Renaissance Tour. Coming to a city near you. Most winningest Grammy artist of all time. Let's ride! Black lights! Black lights. <laughs>
good shit. If you're not free in your most downtrodden moments, are you really free? Don't let anyone block your energy. Shine. Still in cuffing season, of course. I hope y'all have a great week. some like the real dons in that space you know i know those guys i link with those guys i go to their shows they come to my shows they touch my stage